Stream the show on demand at KetchikanRadio.com. Hello, my friends, and welcome to First City Forum. It is a lovely day in Ketchikan, Alaska. My name is Catherine Tatsuda, and I am so very thankful to be here with you today. I'm trying to get my headphones to sit properly on my head, but it's not going to, and that is okay. It's been a little bit since I've been on the air. I was doing quite a bit of traveling. Actually, this whole last month, I was in Yakutat, Cake, and then up in Girdwood. And I gotta say, I'm pretty darn tired, but that's okay. So today we are talking theater. I am uh, very excited about today's show. When I was looking at my calendar, I was like, who's my guest this week? I was like, oh my goodness, First City Players. Yes, I will be there. (laughs) And I have three wonderful actors in the studio with me to kick things off. Hello. How is everybody doing today? Excellent. Excited. We're getting close to putting on the show and we've got a really good one going and I'm just excited to be a part of it. Yeah, so tell me about tell me about well first off, let's introduce yourselves. Like who are these people are like, oh great, there's people on we the air. Prefer to remain anonymous yes. so that we can completely embody our characters. Um, no, That's perfect. I'm Colin Patton. I'm Luke Gunther. And I'm James North. Hello, Colin, Luke, James. Welcome. Uh, Yay. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So you are. So the reason that we are here today is we are in the upcoming production of Peter and the Starcatcher. And for those of you who don't know the show, it's a wonderfully fun, uproariously funny um, show that's a little bit different than kind of your typical uh, shows or theater um, in a wonderfully fun way. What it is, is it's sort of the prequel to Peter Pan. It's, it's how we, uh, how they became Peter Pan and the Lost Boys and all of that. And so we all have um, characters that we're playing, uh, but also, you know, we become part of the scenery. We become beyond. James is a bird uh, <laughs> and an echo. <laughs> a wall. And a wall and kind of all of those things. And um, so it's just, it's a really fun show. There's some music in it, um, so which is great. Wonderful choreography. Dancing mermaids. Dancing yes, mermaids. Yes, you don't want to miss the mermaids. No. Yeah. Yes, they're all going to be bedazzled. It's going to be very... We got our costumes shiny. last night. We are we are all excited. That's a wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, so it's the prequel to Peter Pan. So Peter Pan is in it. It's like Wendy. There's... Not necessarily is Wendy. Wendy there? No. no. Okay. No, the, the precursor to the, Wendy. The precursor. There's, there's some family. Oh, okay. I don't want to spoil anything yeah. too much. But that's yeah. Yes. Okay. 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 So, who are all of you? You you gave a little hint about being a wall. That's uh, <laughs> that's exciting. Well, I will be playing Lord Leonard Astor. Yep. I'm Prentice, one of the Lost Boys. And uh, I have several characters: um, Mrs. Bumbrake mm. and uh, Teacher, who is a Scotch salmon who became a mermaid. But I think my favorite character is Mikey the Pirate. Now, he's not in the script, but as 
being one of the pirates on stage. You know, I've developed this character that's no one will even notice, but I've got it, you and I'm proud it. of it. Yes, that you're really you're really getting this acting thing down, Colin. <laughs> Thank you. No, my, my pirate's great. You know, we we enjoyed Devin Cream and all that stuff. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Who doesn't love scones at Fortnum's and Devin Cream? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I was speaking with I think last time Elizabeth and Amanda were on. They were talking about auditions for it, or possibly, and they were just telling me about. I mean, really, this how playful this show is, and that there is movement and there is some song, but you didn't have to be like a great singer to be a part of it. They lied. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought when I auditioned, and here now we've got five part harmonies and. Oh, Oh my. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> Is it just five? Yeah, right? <laughs> okay. So how long have you guys been rehearsing for? Oh. Forever? For, yeah. <laughs> when did we start exactly? Uh, uh, it was, was it July twenty second, nineteen eighty three for me? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, we've been in a month now. It was yeah, it's beginning of May. Yeah. Or end of April. May. I think it was beginning of May. Yeah. For official start it's been quite a journey um and just being so in it and again because you know a lot of the times in shows you'll kind of break it up so these people are in the scene together so they'll have rehearsal or these people have a scene together but again with the way that the show works almost everyone is in every scene at least in some way so we've kind of all been there together sharing this amazing journey all the time and we've gotten really close. Yeah. Really close. I can tell. <laughs> so can you tell me, so it's a precursor to Peter Pan, but can you tell me a little bit about the storyline and some of the other characters that are a part of it without giving away too much, just enough? Okay. Uh, so I can start a little bit with that. Um, so basically we've got two ships heading off to Rundoon. It, and from Rundoon, or get, going to Rundoon, they're carrying a secret cargo. Hence, we have Leonard Astor and the Lords taking care of that. And we also have Peter and the Lost Boys being shipped off to Rundoon uh, to be servants, oh. sort of. And, uh, of course, things happen along the trip. Uh, the boys, of course, get into trouble along the way. And there's, yeah, there's a mix-up between two chests that kind of sets it all in motion. Oh, my. And there's, again, there's the Lost Boys... There's orphans. I guess that's the same thing. <laughs> but there's uh, there's pirates. There's shipwrecks. There's shipwrecks. There's mermaids. There are an island inhabited by Italian chefs. <laughs> um, and just kind of all sorts of... And what's really great about this play, again, it's hard to, to give too much without kind of giving away the the whole thing but what's wonderful about it is it's so fun and playful and there's you know it's it's a show that's great for all ages and there's different sort of levels of of humor as well there it's not above a fart joke or two mm -hmm. or more <laughs> subtle wordplay also happens um the script has some amazing dialogue with some wonderful repartee back and forth um and so it's it's enjoyable on on all sorts of different levels which uh -huh. is great. yeah i love it i love it so i know that colin and james you both have been in numerous first city players productions um i think you're 
you're still the reigning Devo, James. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm still the Devo. Hopefully they'll they'll do it this year and I can hand it off to the next one. There you go. Yeah. Um, so is this your first time participating in a in a show, uh, Luke? Oh, uh, not at all. It has been a couple years. I went off teaching uh, around Alaska for a couple. Um, and then I took some years off just doing other things. But I've been in, let's see, Pirates of Penzance, The Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. Uh, Les Miserables. So I've been in a couple, usually the musicals. Um, this is the first play I've had with, like, actual speaking parts. Usually oh. I'm singing in the chorus or I've got okay. some, like, little one throwaway lines. This is my first part with, like, an actual... Character. Yeah, and a character arc. And yeah. Didn't you have a character in Romeo and Juliet? Oh, I did have a little bit in Romeo and Juliet. Oh, you see? hey. You're right. Uh, I, there was gotta keep him there. honest. Well, yeah. there's more singing there, too. <laughs> was there singing in Romeo and Juliet? Uh, a little. Well, we were... There was some, what was it? It was after, it was during the walk. Oh, home. sure. Was, yeah. The, yeah. The, <laughs> after the Bacchanalia. That's right. Uh, we had all our fancy costumes and masks. <laughs> I love it. So how is this experience in this show, like, how has it been different for the three of you compared to your other experiences? Um, I'd say a lot of it is time on stage so it's kind of no one is really off stage for more than a few seconds it seems like we're always coming on and being part of the scenery or helping build you know build a prop or make a scene and so there's not really that you know you're backstage and then you're waiting for your scene it's no your scene is you're doing something every time at all times almost and so that's really new for me um you know, usually that's for the main cast. You'll have like the five main characters or so doing stuff, and they'll have to be there every time. In this, there's no way around. Like everyone has to be there, and everyone's got to be doing something to kind of build what we're trying to portray. Right. Yeah, I think that's really well said. You know, and again, we all have multiple personalities that we're inhabiting from one minute to the next, and so that that sort of change of of who you are in character is sort of really fun to be able to do and to work on and to think about physically, okay, now I'm a British nanny. Okay, now I'm part of a cave. Okay, <laughs> now I'm a narrator. And who is, now I'm a pirate. Who is that person? And um, how do I make each of those people very distinct? Right. And so that it reads well. And that's, it's a wonderful sort of journey of discovery doing that. Yeah. So. You let all those little wild crazy multiple personalities come out and shine, right? Darn it, I knew I should have auditioned for this one. <laughs> How's the experience been for you, James? I've enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, it, it's been, it's much different than Pippin and Charlie Brown that I was a part of and being, you know, that we're on the stage all the time. And then, you know, it, it is, you know, trying to find a, how to differentiate between all the different characters and props that you, you play as. So it, it's fun, and I, I enjoy to actually, you know, be able to get some of the crowd feedback because that's also another part of the whole experience. Is the interaction from from the audience? It, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the fun thing. That's one of the fun things about doing theater, live theater, is that opportunity to play off the to play off the audience and just to see how everybody reacts to the different things. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so it sounds like I mean, like this is a like a 
fast, kind of like a fast-paced, constantly moving yeah, show. Yeah, very much. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Entertaining and fun. Definitely. Interesting. Uh, yeah. What is the, the quote from the end? To have faith is to have wings? To I, th- I think you hit it spot on. It was yeah, to have okay. Faith is so to have that's wings. To, ha- to have faith is to have wings is the idea, and I think that as an audience coming into it, you've got to kind of have some suspension of disbelief, some faith, and just kind of let the show take you in a lot of ways. Because again, it's not without getting too much. It's not your typical show. You know, there's kind of some ridiculousness. There's some, some ridiculousness. The, yeah there is and again the, the the banter between everyone is i mean you're going to enjoy a certain pirate in particular he's just so fun it's going to be hard to keep composure on stage <laughs> as we listen to everyone talk i mean even mrs Bumbrake. i mean there or alf <laughs> you know there, there's a lot you know definitely you do not want to miss out on this show yeah. So good for good for families. Yeah. Good yes. for people Definitely. who are looking for if just a fun night out, something not too heavy. Yeah. As the romantic lead in the show, <laughs> uh, certainly a wonderful show for a date night. Oh, perfect, perfect date night. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, um, so I just want to let everyone know who we're talking to and what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm talking with Colin Patton, Luke Gunther, and James North, and they are part of the cast of the upcoming show, Peter and the Star Catcher. And this is the prequel to Peter Pan. So there's pirates and lost boys and ships and shipwrecks and all sorts of things and some hilarity and fun and ridiculousness is happening. When does the show open? June 10th and 11th are the first two shows, and then the 17th and 18th will be the final two. Okay, wonderful. So you you guys still have a, a, a few more weeks of rehearsal to go? Good. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. I'm just going to show up when they tell me. That's right. <laughs> so you just got your costumes last night. The mermaid. They, they've been, uh, we've been getting bits and pieces throughout, and I they... The people who've done costuming have just done a phenomenal job. Um, They're so cool. Uh, Just all all of the costumes involved. I think there's some people that are not going to want to take off the mermaid outfit when it's all said and done. (laughs) Colin? Two mermaid outfits. Do you have like a tail and everything? Oh, yes. Oh, my. Oh, yes. I love it. That is so much fun. So why should, I mean, why should people come? What, 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 what's in it for the, for the audience? What's, well, you know? Again, it's a fun, wonderful show. There's a great story kind of throughout it. But also, and so it's just fun to come and laugh, but also the story but it's also sort of about how the story is told, I think, in, in some ways with everything that's going on. And so for a fun kind of departure from the norm, I think it, just to have a good time or to watch, to be amazed at the costumes, the... The creativity, the, creativity, the, the life, yeah. all of that... It is. And then, you know, it's great for all ages because, you know, older people who are familiar with the original Peter Pan cartoon, you know, you get the backstory that no one knew until more recently. Like when the play first 
came out, you know, the auditions where it's like, I don't know what Peter and the Starcatcher is. And then it's like, okay. And it's like, you know, when you're done watching the show, you'll want to go and watch Peter Pan and be like, oh, okay. I, I see the correlation. And okay. Okay. I love that. I think that that's really special. So who's directing this show? Oh, this is directed by Claire Bennett. The, mm-hmm. the wonderful Claire Bennett. I have to say that because she's my mother. Yes. But she also is doing wonderful. <laughs> well, Claire has, Claire is wonderful. I love her. Um, I've done, you know, I've, I've, I've been in a lot of things with her. I was in, uh, I was in a production that she directed and she just has her own unique style and, um, and creativity and fun and whimsy that she brings to everything that she does. Uh, you hit the nail on the head right there. And that's exactly what this show needs. And so it's fun and whimsy and Claire's touch on it. See, and I, I still have a hard time calling her by her first name. Like I have two of my three favorite teachers from school in the room. <laughs> Only one missing is Krista Bruce, but Taylor McKenna is also the yes. assistant director. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's great to, to be in a room together outside of a classroom where I wasn't the best student. Oh. Now I'm trying harder. <laughs> Still not the best student. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just... Luckily, it's not about grades. It's how it, <laughs> it's everyone shines in their own unique way. So how big is the cast of this show? 14, 14 people. 14 <laughs> people with how many different like characters and props and... Like, 20 or 30 different characters. Yeah, it's hard. It. Yeah, it's hard to really say to give a specific number. I it's mean, name I'll say quite over a bit. Uh, you know, because yeah. you know, sure. props. You know, each board in the wall. You know. Oh <laughs> right. my goodness, huh? <laughs> Well, it sounds like, it just sounds like a fun time, you know, it sounds like a, like a fun time as check your problems at the door and just go and sit and be entertained, throw reality out the window, hang it on a hook outside of the house for a little while and just enjoy. Awesome. So I want to say a big thank you to Colin, Luke, and James for coming in today. They are part of the cast of Peter and the Starcatcher. That is the upcoming upcoming First City Players production that's opening on June 10th. We're going to go to a quick break and I'm going to bring in Elizabeth Nelson, Amanda Glanzer, and they're going to talk all about how you can get tickets for this show and And also all of the other cool things that are coming up in the First City Players world. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks Thanks for having us. Yes, of course. And we'll be right back. First City Forum continues on KTKN. And welcome back to First City Forum. It is another, well, maybe not another, but it is a lovely day in (laughs) Ketchikan. It was not so bad yesterday. I was up in Girdwood um, last week and over the weekend, and it was just gorgeous, Mm -hmm. clear, warm weather. And I was hearing here. So it was beautiful. It was definitely a garden weekend, and it was great. Yesterday's walk into work was a little damp. Yeah, it was. My feet were wet all day. Oh no, walk with my puppy. (laughs) 
but you know, life goes on life and that's catch on. a can. That's I don't right. wear extra tufts. It's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's Dave Owens. He would always say, you know, there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad wardrobe is what he would say. Pretty much. Oh. That's kind of true. Yeah. But I'm, I'm thankful that it's not raining today. Yeah. It's, it's pretty out there. It is. So we just had a few members of the cast from yes. Peter and the Starcatcher on talking all about the fun, whimsical, exciting, yes. adventurous show that is coming up that's called Peter and the Starcatcher. Right. Um, can we follow up on that with, yeah. when that's opening? If people want to get tickets, is that it. available to happen now? So tickets will be available June 1st. Okay. So that's a week from tomorrow, next Wednesday. Um, and you can go on and reserve your seat. And again, as always, well, as always, as beginning two years ago, if you are concerned about social distancing and seating and being safe at the theater, we want you to feel that way. So give us a call and we're happy to put you in a bubble and block <laughs> off the seats around you. That is not a problem whatsoever. So there's that. Um, tickets, like I said, go on sale next Wednesday. There'll be um, ticket prices for youth, for students, and that's middle school through college. Okay. Um, adults, seniors, military. So check us out next Wednesday. Um, the show opens on Friday the 10th. And it will run for two weekends, Friday and Saturday nights, so the 10th, 11th, 17th, and 18th. However, if weekends don't work for you, if you work in the in the over the weekend or you're planning on going to town both weekends and you really want to see this show we are doing a pay what you can on thursday the 9th and that is literally pay what you can so you'll come to the door and if you only could find a a couple dimes and a penny in your couch then throw that in the pot if you um can't come and and wanted to pay would have paid full price then by all means pay full price put the put your 20 25 dollars whatever it is in the jar um so it's an opportunity for people that whose schedule don't work but also who can't afford a full t- a full price ticket if you can't make it you said this this morning if I you did. can't make it that either weekend and thursday night doesn't work either give us a call here at the office a lot of times directors kind of want that um uh, uh, feedback audience, audience feedback, feedback. it's it is, really really good on. for actors to get a sense of what an audience is going to respond to which is why professional theaters do weeks of previews because you you change and you tweak and you work because theater is a living art so yeah it's always for me whenever I'm directing it's always really helpful to have people come in and see what they respond to or don't things that maybe you know we thought were going to be charming and wonderful just don't read the way we thought they would. And it's nice to have a chance to be able to um, see that and make a choice one way or another, live with what you'd done or saying, you know, I need to tweak this a little bit. So, and and also we really want our community to have an opportunity yeah. to see what we've done. Mm-hmm. And we know not everybody is free every weekend and as you know the reason we do a pay what you can is not everyone is can afford a theater ticket and theater should be for all of us because it's just telling our stories so don't ever let don't ever let that you can't afford a ticket get in the way of coming to see a show call us in advance amanda and i will help you out with that we will Um, find a way we will find a way there's there's a lot of generous people in this town who have made us made it possible for us as an organization to be be very generous generous. so yeah yeah, so please don't don't think you're you're taking you know like bread out of babies' mouths by asking for a ticket you're not we'll find a way to make that work but also i know schedules especially this time of year and late ships everything gets in the way of that 
don't let it. We really want you to see this show and all of our shows, indeed, because we love doing what we do. And theater is a symbiotic relationship between actors and audience. Yeah. And if it's just a bunch of actors on stage acting for themselves, um, it's it's not the real deal. <laughs> no, <not> real theater. <laughs> it's not. It's missing half of it's the other dance. Half yeah. of what it needs. Yeah. yeah, it's like a dance with no partner. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. So that's the next thing we have coming up. Obviously, is Peter and the Starcatcher, but wait there is so much more so much more we have auditions coming up for the 50 something season of the fish pirates daughter i think it's 56 but don't don't hold me to that something like that it's in the 50s that's all i know 50 something it's after 55 so it could be something else daughter is a locally written melodrama. It's a musical melodrama. Original, Catchy Can's original musical melodrama that uh, was actually written 50-something years ago in support of First City Players. I think it was 66. It was 66. uh, Because that was my dad's year he graduated, and his graduating class got to see it. They did at the old, it wasn't the Fireside, it was the Elks Club, which is the building we now own that we are hoping to turn into a performing arts center, because they couldn't go to the bar at the Stedman Hotel, so the players put it on upstairs at the Elks Club, and the entire senior class came to it. What a show to introduce to this. Senior exactly. class. Exactly. <laughs> and even the 60s. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, we have auditions coming up for that. June 14th and 15th. That's a Tuesday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Held um, just at our office at 335 Main Street. If you ever go downtown, it's the huge yellow building with the blue trim. And you want to come through the lower entrance through the archway. 7 p.m. on that Tuesday and Wednesday, the 14th and 15th. And you don't need to bring anything. Just... Be prepared to play because this is a very silly show. So we'll have you read. We may ask you to do some silly things, but it's, it's, it's fun. It's a very simple, very, very, it's a one act. So it's not something that takes a lot of time to commit to. It is a musical, but it's not a musical where you, it's, the music is complicated. The music is very simple. It's just a lot of fun. So if it's something that uh, you think you might want to do, again, give us a call. We'll give you your number, our number, before we uh, before we leave today. Before we leave. So that's happening. Can we give people who maybe who have never even heard mm-hmm. of the show a bit of an overview of the characters oh, that sure. are in it? When I say it's a melodrama, it is really, melodrama is a specific type of theater. This goes even further, which why I call it melodrama. It's utterly silly. If you ever saw the old cartoons with Dudley Do-Right and Snidely Whiplash and Little Nell, it's very much like that. Um, I can't pay the rent, but I must pay the rent, but you can't pay the rent, but I must pay the rent. I mean, that whole thing, I did the voices backwards. Anyway, it's, um, so it's the evil villain, the uprightly hero, the sweet little heroine, and all of the bad things that it's, you know, like the equivalent of tying the heroine to the railroad tracks right. and Dudley Do-Right comes and saves her. It's that kind of show. Really, really silly. But it's I, based in Ketchikan. Exactly. And, and based so, on some Ketchikan based history. Based on some Ketchikan history. The old fishing industry and fish pirates when there were fish traps. The um, the the red light district mm-hmm. on Creek Street. So it, it all ties the, a little bit of, of history. I mean, it's not... 
Don't take it to the history books as though any of this really <laughs> happened, but it's based on things that did happen. And I like to say that this show is a play that has not one serious bone in its body. It just is silly and lighthearted and all in um, good faith of being silly and right. lighthearted. So we're doing that performance two weekends in July. No, two Saturdays in July, the 9th and the 16th. 16th. Okay. And those will be out at the Georgian cannery and we're doing this in partnership with um, Allen Marine Lines and Cape Fox. Mm-hmm. So Cape Fox will be providing the meal and uh, they will run the bar and then Allen Marine will pick you up downtown and take you out in their boat and then you will get back on that boat after the evening and come back into town. So it's just, it's really a fun little opportunity to be able to go out to the beautiful beaver or Georgian Lake Falls Cannery, which is gorgeous out there. And, um, you know, these are things that tourists are doing all the time, and we don't necessarily partake in that. This is an opportunity for us to have some of that fun. uh, yeah, so that that will be happening. I think tickets will be available through Allen Marine. That's yes. what happened last oh, year. Oh, okay. It so will be. They're not They're not yet. yet. Oh, okay. So don't we'll call be. for your reservations okay. at this point. Okay. We will let you know when those tickets are available and when Allen Marine opens them up. Uh, okay, wonderful. I just have to say, I saw this show out at the cannery last year, mm-hmm. and I... It was just such a phenomenal experience. Yeah. Like it's such a it's such it's the perfect place for that kind of show. The perfect place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really just beautiful. And we just use whatever we find out there. So it's not we're not building sets for it. We're just using the space to tell a story that takes place in this in this part of the world and we're we're just basing it within what we find environmentally out there. So it's just gorgeous. I it was really fun and I hope that people come to it again. We are hoping to be able to do one performance that is not a dinner theater and not a a cruise, but we need to tie that time in with when the the space is free and and work around ship schedules. So we will let people know if we're able to do that. Okay, perfect, Um, perfect. Anyway, so yeah, we will try to make at least one performance available for people who don't want to go for the whole the whole experience it may not end up being out there it may be somewhere else we don't know but we'll try to make that happen this summer we're working on it we're working working on it it. well it's a that's a i mean pretty scaled down from how it's been Mm -hmm. in years past Mm -hmm. with i think three weekends of shows and crab show yeah yeah Yeah. full full crab show full Full crowd yeah yes and sets on the ted ferry stage yeah yeah they we did this last year just because of um of covid restrictions and wanting to keep everyone safe and it's outside so it was a little more convenient and we wanted to help out the local businesses and that helped out alan marine it helped out cape fox and it just worked out and it helped us yeah and it helped us because we were able to do it and um they uh, they reached out and wanted to do it again, and we went, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was so fun. that was great. We'll do it again. I love it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, it felt very unique and very Ketchikan, and um, I loved. I just loved being able to make the show happen in that outdoor setting. We were lucky with weather, and you know, you never know if you will be, but it's covered, so it might be a little colder, right? But um, a little louder with the rain on the roof. We don't know, right? <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. We shall outside see. theater in Ketchikan is always a gamble. It's. Uh, <laughs> We've done it more than once. Oh my! And the show must go on. It, it always goes on. All right, fish. But wait, water. there's more. There's more. There yes. is more because 
every summer for the last 22, 24 years, we have been doing... We're really good with numbers. We're really good with numbers. Um, We've been doing a youth camp. And this summer, we were really lucky to get some support from the Alaska Community Foundation, which allowed us to do what we've been dreaming for a while. And we're just expanding the camp a little bit. This is what we call art school. And it is a fine and performing arts camp for kids entering kindergarten in the fall all the way through high school. We have broken this camp into three different sections. We have... um, we have fondly called it the Littles section, and we still are looking for the right name for that, and we'll have it before publicity goes out. And then we have a junior camp, and then we have a senior camp. The first camp, the earliest camp that will start, is our junior camp. And that's for kids who are entering third grade in the fall through kids entering sixth grade in the fall. They will start on July 5th, and uh, everything that we're doing really revolves around whatever their production is going to be. So for the junior camp, they are doing Disney's Aristocats Kids, and uh, Claire Bennett will be uh, directing that show uh, and doing the choreography for it. Deidre Nuss will be working uh, as the musical director for the show, and they will spend mornings rehearsing. Their afternoons they will spend with Camille McRoberts and various other teachers learning all sorts of other things that roll through the theater. There may be a dance for musical theater workshop. There may be um, how you do makeup and costumes workshop. There will definitely, they will be building all their own sets and props. It's just all tied into what they're doing. You can do just the play. Or you can do just the technical theater classes, but we hope most people will do the full day because it really is it's uh, a package experience. It's a package mm-hmm. experience. And what is different for these kids, their, their show experience, the time that they were rehearsing the show will be in the mornings, not in the afternoons. Then on the 18th, we bring the other two camps in. Ashley Byler is coming back to town this year. Anyone who has ever worked with Ashley, she's based out of New York. She is um, just an amazingly gifted teacher. And she is working with our youngest group. And what what, what are the players called, Amanda? Oh, 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 I have this. Hold I on. Know, <laughs> I know. This is good. It's, the, it's worth waiting for. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. It is the Mysterious Board. Borealis Society. Oh. And the Mysterious Borealis Society will be working to create their own performance that they, and now these are the kindergarten through second graders, mm-hmm. right? That they are going to do as a curtain warmer for the senior camp's performance of Frozen. So everything she'll be working with for this younger group, um, and she's just so she's so fun. It's just really amazing to sit in on her group and and watch all of the various creative ways that they work. But they they do a curtain warmer on Saturday afternoon of the senior camp's performance. So it usually is ten minutes long, and before the the big kids do their performance, they get to stand on stage and they're adored. It's one of the cutest things I've ever seen in my life that goes
goes July 18th um, through August 13th. Uh, yeah, 11th is the classes. Right. But and I forgot to say start. that the junior performances are the last weekend of July. So the July 29th, 29th and, 30th. and 30th. Right. Then the senior camp also starts on the 18th of July. Their classes are in the morning. Their rehearsals are in the afternoon. Their classes, they will be doing, um, definitely be doing a dance for music theater class. Tally Medell is going to be in town. And I know Tally, a lot of people have been talking about her because she has been, she was in the film somewhere, everywhere, all around. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does a lot of clowning. Mm-hmm. And she's she's an amazing, she really is such a wonderful performer. Always was. She's another one of my former kids. She started <laughs> working in theater with me in art school in the old Main Street Theater a million years ago. Yeah. No, she's not that old. <laughs> anyway, she is going to do a week of clowning with oh these old. Um, They will also be working with Cameo McRoberts on building sets. They will be doing their own makeup. They're going to do an intensive technical week where they get to uh, be introduced to lighting and to sound and to the um, counterweight system and all the other things backstage that help. That, that you need to know yes. if you if you are going to be part of theater. You need to understand what it all is. And then in the afternoon... Ashley Byler will be choreographing. I will be directing. Deidre will be doing music. Deidre Nuss will be doing a musical direction for uh, Dis- Disney's Frozen Junior. And that production is the 12th and 13th yes. of August. All of that is like a lot of information to throw out at you. We know. <laughs> um, and some of some of this, we, we know exactly what's going on. We know the dates. We know the times. All of that is happening. We're just still working uh, details with confirmation from some teacher contracts. Okay. So there's just, the, you know, I can't announce who and what and where until all of those have been signed and filled out. But we are taking registrations. You can call us and we can send you information. Um, and... And really, again, because we got this support from the Alaska Community Foundation, our scholarships this year are even more generous than usual. And we like to talk about the fact that generosity is one of our core values. It really is a core value of what First City Players does. And that means that we don't want to ever turn anyone away. We really just don't want you to miss out because sometimes things are beyond your budget. Believe me, we know. We work for a nonprofit. We got this one. <laughs> we understand. Um, so if if you're if you'd like a scholarship, or we also do incredibly easy payment plans, as in you can take an entire year to pay off anything that you're doing. There is no interest attached to that. There are no late fees attached to it. So whatever the cost is, we'll work out a monthly payment plan for you. Um, just, Just need to let everyone know that that is happening and available. And please don't be afraid to ask. We really have the funding to make this work. This is part of what I wrote the grant for was to be able to make this happen. I get in Inflation is killing us all right now, but let's not make our kids suffer because of it. Let them come and participate in this And part of what we agree to when we say thanks for the money is we agree to give that money and use that money. So 
please, <laughs> please, please let us use it. <laughs> please come apply for a scholarship. We have to use it. We have to give it to I you. Want Otherwise, to turn we it back. have to give it back. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'd much rather have a kid be able to participate in a program than to have to turn this money back. So anyway, that is coming up, and we're really excited about about what we're building this summer. And um, there's just such been such a growth in youth theater. We're so proud of Tommy Varela Kosak and the K High Drama Kings and everything that that we worked for to watch that build into the amazing program he is making. Um, the SpongeBob the Musical was just a treat last weekend. He's got a great season planned for next year. We're excited about all of that. And, and he's helping us this summer with art school. He is. He, he will be part of, of this whole project. It's it's really, you know, it's what we're here for. We like to partner with people. We like to play with people, with, with making things happen. Players is part of our name because play is so much what we do. So be a part of the First City Players in any way that you can. We would love to invite you in. We should also let you know that June 23rd, is that the right date? We um, have our season reveal party. So we have got such a great season planned for next year, and I am not going to even give one little hint at this point. Darn zone. And the only people who get invited to the season reveal party are people who are members of First City Players. So I can't say a whole lot more than those members will be getting their invitation to this party very, very soon. It's going to be really fun. And if if you're you're not a member and you want to come to the party, you can come to the party and join at the door. Mm -hmm. In addition, so for those of you who have never been to one of our season reveal parties before, what we do is we have the the season of shows. They've been selected. Lori Orlowski is a board member and local artist, and she is working on creating some um, original artwork for posters for each of the show. And um, that is part of the reveal. But what we do is we theme some tables set up um, at the party, and each table will be themed after a show. So you can look at the table, maybe what's being served, maybe just the decor, and try and figure out what the shows are. And we take guesses, Mm -hmm. and then once it's guessed, or even if it's not, we'll give you some clues, (laughs) and then we'll reveal the artwork and tell you about the show, a little bit about the show, when it's going to be performed, and so on and so forth. So it is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. The members that come to this season reveal party are the very first, aside from the board, for City Players Board of Governors, to know what the shows are. And I, I, feel, I have a huge issue with FOMO, the fear of missing out. So if I wasn't a part of this, I would absolutely join just... <laughs> Just to, to be able to come to this party. Right. The other thing that happens on that day is uh, you can purchase your season subscription and you and get you a huge night, discount yeah. if you do it that day. So there's a lot of benefits to being part of that. So that, And we'll give you, you know, there'll be, there'll be more information coming out about that. But if you are not a member and you also have... FOMO and didn't know what that was, Same. <laughs> then um, really FOMO. you do want to call in and renew your membership. You can do it online at firstcityplayers.org, but you, you want to be a member so that you get that special invitation so you can be one of the first people in Ketchikan to know what is going to happen yes. next year. Yeah. yeah. This is the first season reveal party you've had in Since years. 2019, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So it's going to well, be a good it was, time. It, the party would have been in... In 2000, 
No, 2019. Yes, 19. right. Because it, yeah. it was the 1920 yeah. season. So we revealed the season and then did part of it. Part of it. <laughs> <laughs> we did t- two of them. Yes. And it was wonderful. <laughs> well, we did three because we did jazz and cabaret. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So, that's, yeah. so that's coming up as well. So, you know, I kept promising we would give you our phone number, which is 907 907- Two two five four seven nine two tickets next Wednesday, and that is for Peter and the Star Catcher, and that is sponsored by Parnassus Books and Gifts. Thank you, Charlotte Glover, and all of her staff and lovely people at right. Um, Parnassus. Right. So we always want to thank people who I, have supported, and we have supporters for our art school shows as well. We do. So Fish Pirate's Daughter is actually sponsored by Legacy Real Estate, which is kind of cool that Legacy is supporting a local legacy. Mm-hmm. We like to say that anyway. <laughs> um, so thank you to Legacy. Um, Aristocats Kids is being sponsored by Stone Tree Veterinary Clinic. And because then, of the cats. Mm-hmm. You know, it works. Fitting. Very fitting. Yeah. And then uh, Frozen is sponsored by Providence Properties. Um, and the other thing that I want to mention, because there's nothing going on with First City Players, right. is that show Honk, that was such a joy last month, is going to be streamed. Oh, good. Uh, I am hoping to get it up and ready for for sale tomorrow. Oh. That is my goal. I'm not going to bed tonight until it's done <laughs> and it's ready. So that's that's going to happen as well. So you can go to our website, go to like you're buying tickets, and then it will redirect you to buy tickets. And this is a what we call video on demand. Um, every licensing company, every show is a little different. I know with Pippin, it had to be scheduled at a certain time. When we did... Um, uh, 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 the last five years. The last one, five yeah. years was video on demand. And then there was another one that you Mary could... Poppins. That maybe you had to watch live. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, okay. I, it's, it's different for every show. This one is like the last five years. We're doing it video on demand. So you can go on. You can purchase your ticket. Um, and once you start watching, I think you have like you have like three days to start it. And then from the time you start watching it, you have like 48 hours to 48 hours yeah. to finish watching it. So it is a start and stop. It is at your leisure. If you are up in the middle of the night and will go, you know what? I want to see something charming and I want to laugh. You can jump on and rent that or do video on demand and watch, oh, watch the show. Oh, good. Right? That and, makes me happy. And the video is lovely. And I'm like, everything else that is has happened since COVID when streaming suddenly became available, we can only do a single camera shoot which means it's not a film it's not beautifully thought you know like all of the things you need to do to create a film that's not it this is a video camera in the back of the auditorium shooting from one position with whatever sound it picks up so however i have watched i've watched the video that we will be doing and it's a quality job thank you felix wong yes it um it looks good it sounds good you can hear everything you can you totally get the show it will never be like being a live in a live performance but it is totally worth seeing and for all of the people who were upset we only did one weekend of honk it was just this what we could get the auditorium for. Right. Uh, this is your opportunity to see it. And if I do say so myself, it's a show worth watching. It was utterly charming. I hate it when I say that. It was funny and moving and such great performances mm-hmm. all the way through. The music is wonderful. 
complicated, interesting harmonies, but all work so well to tell the story. And it's a lovely story. It's a well. It's a beautiful story, very well told. Mm, mm-hmm. And I, I and just to to reiterate that, just to, I know you just said it, but I want to say it again for everybody who's been watching Hamilton on Disney Plus and come from away on Apple TV. This is not. That's not that. that. It's not it. It's we not. We can't it. do that. Yeah, we this, don't have the skills. <laughs> right. We don't have the we rights. Have, to and be we able don't to have do the it. rights. Exactly. Right. Really, just the rights. So it's it's yeah. definitely worth it because you can see. But please don't think that you're getting. Just come no, from away or the Hamilton. Yeah. There's no editing that's gone yeah. on. You can't edit it. You it's can't. Not, yeah. Well, I watched the streaming of the, the last five years, uh-huh. and I loved it. Yeah. I, I really appreciated the opportunity to to watch it from the comfort of my home yeah. because I wasn't leaving my house at the time. <laughs> right, sure. I was crying, and then I was like, oh, I can watch some theater with people I know. This right. is wonderful. And the quality of it was lovely, and, this, and the music came across well. Yeah. And it's not that, you know, it's not Broadway production, but it's still a wonderful right, opportunity. Yeah. It's just what what multiple cameras and really good editors can yes. do is a whole other ball of wax right. than having one camera in the back of a house and shooting from that position. Right, right. So what we do, yeah. we do really well. Yeah. But what we don't do is what the professionals do yes, with you, all the millions of dollars. Well, say they have the budget for that and right. the, the people at their right. at their fingertips and the rights to be able to do rights to be able to do that. Have to keep going back to the fact that even if we had the budget, we wouldn't be able to do it because that's those rights are not available to ah, us. I understand. Okay, one minute, quick recap. 907-225-4792. Give us a call. Peter and the Star Catcher. Pay what you can on the 9th of July of June with <laughs> opening night on the 10th. Fish Pirates auditions on the June 14th and 15th. Art school registration. Call us now. Get your kids involved in that. The junior camp starts on the 5th of July. The other two camps begin on the 18th, 18th. of July. Uh, you can start streaming Honk starting tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'm committed. <laughs> <laughs> and Fish Pirates tickets will be available very soon. And just to put this out there for people, uh, we will be doing the Ward Lake Theater Walk again on Labor Day weekend. So start thinking about what you want to dance, sing, tell, or uh, write for that particular event. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right. Ah! Elizabeth Nelson, Amanda Glanzer with First City Players. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank and thank you for all you do. No. Stuff for grown-ups, stuff for people who like to participate, sit in the audience, in the back, backstage, helping. I mean, it's just a little something for everybody. So That's, what, that's the aim. Yes. That's the aim. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Uh, this is First City Forum. I'm Catherine Tatsuda. I'll be back tomorrow with my friends from the Ketchikan Wellness Coalition. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon.